What's up, everyone? Welcome to Blast Cards Podcast, the show where we break down the video game news of the week. My name is Fonzie, joined by my co-host, Gavaroni Jones. Gavin, how the heck are you? Your birthday boy today. Birthday boy, yes. <laughs> nice. I'm good. It's been a... I was a little worried it was going to be uh, deadly hot this weekend. Yeah. Kind of trended. It was kind of... I mean, it was, it was hot, but it wasn't like... I think because we went through that 115 degree whatever, yeah. it's like everything in comparison now is, is fine. <laughs> Like okay. at this point, we've learned to like. There was the old thing. It's just like, oh, if you're cold, you can, uh, you can take, you can put on more clothes. But if you're hot, there's only so much you can take off. I think we learned mm-hmm. how to take off more and just take off the skin. Yeah, flap <laughs> about in the pool that we don't have. Uh, yeah, you can only be so naked at work. Like I'm already getting ridden up too many times. Yeah, exactly. And you don't want to be hanging dangle uh, <laughs> when when some steam comes out of the yeah. old uh, thing. Wasn't that an issue though for a while with the uh, the uh, burlesque coffee shops? Yeah, or the bikini ones. I was gonna say yeah. I don't know if they've dealt with any like class action lawsuits or something, like somebody burning their butt on you know an espresso that's like sticking out, or I don't know. But the steam ones too, like it can yeah. be dangerous. Dude. Like it's not even good to wear sandals in one of those places just because hot liquids can fall. Right. Let alone you're just wearing a bikini and that's all you got. <laughs> So, yeah, they must have figured out something. Mm-hmm. But it's like I never really think of those places as getting the best coffee. I think you're going there for, like, the experience of whatever they're offering. It's like I'm not going to get an awesome cappuccino there. Right? I actually – whenever my coworkers would force me to go there because they were going there. <laughs> and I, Yeah, I didn't have a choice. It's okay. like we're going, uh, so you're stuck. Um, but uh, – well, this is at Lowe's, so, like, you have oh, two sure. people in a – Truck. You got the dude dudes that are like they want to drive in. Yeah. Well, it, it did finally explain. I'm like, why do why does everyone have flavored Red Bulls? Like, who gives a fuck yeah. about flavored Red Bulls? Oh, yeah, they don't either. Yeah. yeah. So whatever I can buy, so I can you know gain right. entry to this place. So maybe the coffee was terrible, and that's why all anyone ever got from there was flavored Red Bulls. Yeah. Yeah. Um. 100%. But I mean, I guess I guess that's a good excuse. Did you get any up to anything fun this weekend? I know you basically spent an entire twenty four hours making brisket. <laughs> it felt like it, man. Yeah, but it was <laughs> it's a lot of work. It took, yeah, it was surprisingly how much uh, surprising how much work it uh, took. But yeah, smoking a brisket for the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, what was interesting the week before leading up to it was that like at work, I guess I was looking for attention. So like when people would ask me, "Oh, we're we gonna do this weekend," I would say, "Oh, I'm smoking a brisket for the first time," mm-hmm. and like people would come out of the woodwork to talk to me about it. <laughs> Specifically, like old white dads love yeah. to talk about smoking and brisket. They just like the pants come off. It's everyone's <laughs> just sucking each other off like they love it. So I was, you know, the bell of the ball. Like yeah. I remember I went to Lowe's to get some last minute stuff, and I had oh, I bought that little smoking attachment that you have. I bought uh, it for this project for wait, the brisket. You put it on? Yeah, it's uh, that's what I used with the brisket was that little smoking uh, attachment. So I had that in my cart at Lowe's, and this guy he almost like got out of his way to get next to me to talk about it. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, dude, if I was uh, into you know old white dudes, my weekend would have been packed <laughs> with dates." But this is gonna be you in the future. You're gonna watch oh, you... this is me now. Like, that's, <laughs> yeah, but I, it was cool. I loved it. Um, it took a lot of uh, research and just like, and then you're doing it and you're kind of. Once the meat's on the grill, it's like, okay, I just got to not screw it up and yeah. just kind of keep watching it. I got these cool little gadgets so I can watch the temperature from inside the house. And it came out pretty cool. And the more, I think the more I do it, the better I get at it. Mm-hmm. Like anything, you know, especially smoking too. But this little attachment was dope because I could just leave it alone inside the grill and then just like control the smoke and the coals separately. Right. So it was cool. How, how did you feel about the temperature control? Because that's the thing I'm worst at. Yeah, it was it was tough, and I'm using charcoal. There might be better ways to. Of course, there's better ways is like the Traeger with the little pellets. That's the best mm-hmm. way to do it. But you, since I had the thermometer stuck in the meat, and then with the external one, like I could just see mm-hmm. it. I didn't have to go and check it. That let me put coals as I needed to and adjust the little vents. So I was able to kind of keep it where I wanted it to keep it, roughly like within like 30 degrees or whatever. Yeah. But uh, you, I think there's kind of a large margin of error where if it starts to dip down in temperature, you can add more coals, it goes back up. So it's not like you screw it up right. because it drops below something. Right, right. I imagine baking is a lot more difficult than that because I think there's just more wiggle room with smoking. Because as long as you keep I, temperature, yeah. you go for a long time, low and slow, mm-hmm. it's like you're not going to mess it up really at the end of the day. So I'd be pretty curious to see between the difference. Like I was literally watching... Uh, Miss Maisel last night and she keeps baking her briskets in the first like episode or two. Uh, and I'm like, is that a thing? Do you bake it in the oven? I don't you know. could. Cause as long as you're just keeping the temperature going, 
you're not gonna have any smoke or whatever but yeah and that's what creates that bark on the outside is the smoke so mm -hmm. i guess it's just like a she made a meatloaf then on miss mazel that's also what it looks like it looks like a meatloaf yeah, yeah so. i think if you didn't add the seasonings and stuff or it didn't create yeah. that bark it would just be a meatloaf but i thought that show she's like a stand-up comedian right yeah well it's in the in the first couple of episodes this is how she gets her husband uh is a, trying to be a stand-up comedian but he's terrible oh. so they don't want to give him good time slots so she like bribes uh, the guy in the bar uh, uh, with with her brisket, so that she'll give him or he'll give him her, him a good time slot. And it's the twenties. What time era is it? I'm not sure. I want to say the fifties. Um, it's it's a it got it's a great show. I mean, I've there's a reason. Things. Like, I think it got two. The first two seasons got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, which I've only heard good things about that show. Pretty rare. Yeah, I need to get fantastic. into it. At what point does she transition and and go like, oh, I'm going to start doing stand up? Like, how does that happen? Immediately. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's pretty great, and she's it's kind of fun because her character she can't really write. Well, she can a little later on, but kind of out the gate, she can't really write stuff down. She's got to go up and stream of consciousness, like whatever is going on in her life. Nice. And it's oh, it's so fucking funny. Uh, although sometimes sad because like she's dealing with some shit. Uh, so it's just like, is this going to take a turn? Are we all going to go home depressed? Yeah. With this routine? I don't know. That's awesome though. I mean, that's a lot of comedians will, they'll just take from their life and then yeah. turn it into a bit. It's like, that's great. Yeah. I got to watch that show. Yeah. But you I know watched, what I, go ahead. I watched uh, Train to Busan. I've always meant to watch that movie. What the fuck is this? You ever heard of it? So it's a it's a zombie movie that everyone loves. It's like a Korean zombie movie, and it has really good reviews. I've heard about it for years. Finally watched it. It's dope. It's on Hulu. I want to say for free, or maybe I paid like three bucks for it. Do you, Do you need to like use a VPN to get? No, it's just uh, it's a big movie, and so like you can find it on Hulu. You can find it everywhere to rent. Mm -hmm. But it's this Korean zombie movie, maybe 2018, 17. Mm -hmm. um but it's really well done like it's nuts it all takes place mostly on a train and there's zombies and it's just really cool like really 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 good i was surprised how awesome it was but yeah I, you got to see it i'm down for that like i mean the korean filmmaking scene like they're knocking it out of the park with oh, a yeah. lot of this stuff there's parasite did you watch parasite no i we... i haven't i hear it's i hear it's amazing but i came like i was gonna watch it with some buddies but i like walked into the discord call like halfway through and they're also all trash. And I'm like, this is my nightmare. <laughs> it's that one's really good. Me and Megan haven't finished it yet. Megan and I, but cause it's like, it's a good, what, three hours or whatever, but mm -hmm. it just starts halfway through the stuff that starts happening gets like more and more intense. Mm -hmm. And, uh, it's almost hard to watch, but not in the way you think, not like saw or something. It's just like the shit starts happening and people are in, in so deep where you're just like oh god and it's almost too much to handle so we just turned it off after after halfway through but uh, we oh, do need to finish it it's stress really quit that's uh... sort of but it's still like you want to know what happens so yeah. i would recommend watching it and telling me if it gets any better than that first part of that movie <laughs> i i am cool. i'm very curious to try it out for i saw i feel like the most i know about it is that binging with bad bitch episode where it's like he has the servant make like ramen with this like super nice cut of meat Oh, and it's like nothing. It's like, oh, you can just buy it and make it for me. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> but I should watch that. There's a, there's another really cool one. I forget what it's called, but it's like space pirates or whatever. Um, it's just really crazy huh? over the wall. It almost feels like, like it's an action space drama, uh, but with tons of action, really cool concept. Did we watch a trailer here for something like that? Maybe. I think maybe. so. That reminds me of. A yeah. That was a lot of fun. Mm. Uh, I did watch a little bit more, uh, Barry, uh, this weekend, it's definitely not as funny as I thought it would be. Like the second season, or or just I'm, the I'm show? still on season. Yeah, I'm still uh, on season one. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, it's there's not a lot of laughs, but it's still it's really good. But there have definitely been some stressful episodes. Yeah, um, it's tough because a lot of shows that that I end up watching lately, like um, uh, Dave, they do that a lot too. And it's yeah. like you got to manage that to where I'm just not you know burnt out because of all the crazy the situations that the characters have dug themselves in. It's like, I got to have some kind of balance and sometimes it's just nonstop bad decisions. Yeah. And it's tricky where people can handle like the, 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 you know, some of the really serious with that. Like I think like Brooklyn and nine, nine does an amazing job, although it's more of a comedy, but sure. mixing in the funny, which makes the series just that much more serious, or I'm sure there's better examples. Um, I think they're coming back for their final season soon. That's so sad. Yeah. Final season. I also at least watched, they get finish. Yeah, at least they get to finish it. And I think at one uh, already at this point, Chelsea Peretti, she's gone, right? Yep. 
Yeah, so it's like everyone is going to do What stuff. happened to her? She just left in the show, I believe. She's like, she wanted to go do something else. Yeah, her but character. like, I figure like her as an actress is going to be like, well, I'm going to go pursue something else. Yeah, I'm and sure she's popped up in stuff that maybe I haven't seen, but. Gotcha. But yeah, I did. I love her. She'll be my yeah. <laughs> third wife after I can peel her away from, was it Jordan Peele? Oh, right. Yeah, Which is never going to happen. No. <laughs> Which I reminds you, Jordan Peele just put out an image for his new movie that he's like directing because he's like producing that Candyman reboot. Yeah, fuck that. Uh, it looks, yeah, crazy 1, By the way, did you play any of this Google game for the Olympics at all? No, I didn't know that was a thing. It's pretty fucking I never dope. Paid attention it's got to like the... this anime intro. Uh, oh. It's really well done. I, I don't even want to know how much this costs. Well, it's Google. They can afford it. That's cool. No, I forget the Olympics are actually happening. Yeah. I know skateboarding's there now, finally, which is dope. Yeah, like one like twelve year old Japanese kid just like took everything. Yeah, what are they judging? What are the parameters for? Is there skate invert or I think so. I know apparently like nobody's there, right? They have to be like super strict with COVID stuff. Yeah, they, they made it so the audience can't be there, which kinda sucks. So they built all those stadiums. Um, yeah, it's like a huge income for any country that has it. Right. And they can't now have that. I mean, it'll be it, at least I think like Vancouver, Canada, like uses their stuff after it was all done. So hopefully this can be okay. used for any and all sporting events. It's like your high school basketball teams. Yeah. Olympic Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see that one uh, track runner? She tested positive for like marijuana in her system. Oh, yeah. That's got. so dumb. Yeah. Really, really dumb. I actually played this on uh, a little bit on my phone. And uh, oh, I think you got to click. Yeah, there you go. Okay. So I'm talking. And the pixel art, unfortunately, while the pixel art's kind of pretty, also they don't really understand. They have a pretty poor understanding of contrast with retro style games. That's why this is so very visually busy. I know, even as you start to tear them apart on the pixel art, I know you're a, a big like enthusiast for pixel art. So. Oh, I can go in here. It's ultra ending. To play games, find the red gate. Cool, thanks, man. We can go back out to that ping pong table, and it will... Uh... Are you Bubsy or your Tails? <laughs> yeah, Sonic? Bubsy. Okay, this is telling me how to play. Oh, all right. This is, yeah, pretty much uh, maybe the biggest thing I've seen them do for the little... They have a name for their... They're not doodles. They're like... They're something. Is it doodles? It's it's a name that's like that for the Google uh, front page. Hmm. But they've done, yeah, like little animations and stuff. And But maybe they've done a full-blown game, but... They probably have before. I think this is probably one of their more polished ones, especially with that crazy anime intro that I'm sure costs just a ton of money. Nice. No, I didn't know this was a thing. Yeah. You opened my eyes. Yeah. No, why do we even start talking? I forget what we started talking about this. Oh, uh, God. I was going to look up something. Yeah. I don't, I don't even, know what it was. Was it a show or something? I don't know. Speaking oh, of- Oh, yeah. Uh, games, though. Did you, did you play anything this weekend? I did. I finally um, stopped playing a little bit of Zelda, and I jumped into Death Store for a little bit. I uh, Maybe like first two hours in. Okay. Sure. Uh, and that was one of my things is to kind of segue and talk about your experience with Death Store because I think gotcha. you're a bit further in, but how are you liking it? Uh, I'm finally, I think I'm to the first, I, I think I'm uh, basically to the first, uh, I think to the first boss of, or the, the boss of the first dungeon. Okay. Um, I found the castle guy. There's like a big castle that fights you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That was a cool fight. I didn't beat him. But so, oh, okay. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I won't, I won't spoil the trick I used to do it then. Uh, yeah. Cause I'm playing and I'm like, I don't have to beat this guy. Yeah. Um, the artwork is super adorable. Um, it feels very, the further in I get, it, it feels very much like the elements it's borrowing from certain games. I think is very smart. Mm. Uh, a little bit of Zelda, a little bit of dark souls. This, I actually didn't realize until a review though. I thought the only way to restore your arrows was to hit those mushrooms um, but it's actually hitting an enemy or hitting anything. Oh, I started to you... notice that. Yeah. Except yeah. for the bosses. I don't think I've retrieved arrows from the bosses. I think you can. Oh, okay. Maybe uh, I just never actually hit them. This was a cool fight. Like it's definitely not as hard as, uh, what was the original game they made? Oh, Titan souls. Yeah. It's definitely not as hard as Titan souls. Uh, I think kids could probably play this. Uh, I don't know, man. It starts to get after this. I think it starts to get pretty tough or at least yeah. like it ramps up mm -hmm. and I imagine it just gets more and more. Difficult after that. Right. But it's I, definitely good. Oh, I just dig. I'm a sucker for getting rid of the actual like health bar and mm -hmm. you see the enemy take damage. Mm -hmm. I really like that when I can tell, okay, I'm hurting them. I don't need to rely on a clunky 
you know, a meter that's showing me they're dead or they're dying. It's like, I'm doing damage. I can see it on their body. I just like that a lot when games do that. Yeah. And they do that for this boss at least. 100% agree. Yeah, they seem to do it for everyone. It can be really cool if like you think you have just enough time and damage to like knock them out before they get their next strike in. Strike uh-huh. in so you really lean into that combo. I don't know how I feel though about the way I've upgraded. It does have a pretty simple upgrade system. I think there's like four or five stats okay. that you can pour money into and it costs more and more every time you upgrade into the same stat. So right now I'm trying to go all power um, and see how that takes me. Cause there's a character that taunted me for not being able to murder them with one hit. Oh yeah. I did see that guy. <laughs> yeah. That guy was great. All the little NPCs are terrific. I can't wait for you to meet the next NPC. Mm. Uh, he's adorable. Um, I think these little flower things are adorable, but yep. yeah, I, I'm loving the first dungeon. It felt different. It was a little less combatty than the open world. The open world is very combatty. Um, but I also like how close to dying you are constantly. It's four hits. Um, yeah, it's that's it, and it's very much like a like a Demon Souls, like a Dark Souls, where yeah. you really have to get used to the timing and your dodges, and it has its own kind of timing that you get used to. But it's not as mm-hmm. say deep as those games, but this calls out to me more than something that's as like brutal as Demon Souls, Dark Souls. Right. I think it not having a stamina stamina meter, because mm. uh, I really think you can do like a soul style game without a stamina meter. And while this isn't quite there, um, I, I think it makes it very enjoyable, very fun. And this combat feels absolutely great. So you're new to it. Yeah. Uh, how are you feeling about it? I do enjoy it. Um, I do find this is a side thing, but like uh, there's a story going on from what I can tell. <laughs> But I will always skip stuff in the beginning of a game if I don't know I like it yet. So I'm skipping a lot of stuff, and they're telling me things. But if I don't know I want to invest time in it, then I'll skip things. And I would kind of prefer if games kept the narrative stuff light at the beginning because I'm not going to stick around if I don't enjoy it. So like maybe start to build that on later as I'm like invested and I'm playing in it. That's just a like little tiny uh, nitpick. But um, mm-hmm. no, the gameplay is, is dope. It's approachable. Um, um, at one point after this little area here, these, I think there's like four doors that open up the little teleporting doors and they start throwing enemies at you. Like the guys with the yeah. stone heads, the guys that roll. Yeah. And once you, once they start throwing them at you and you have to dodge, you're managing stuff at the same time, uh-huh. it feels really good. Cause you're like, you're kicking ass and you've understood the mechanics a lot. And I really dug that moment. Mm-hmm. And so that kind of hooked me right then. And, uh, I'm still stuck on that castle enemy cause he looks insanely hard. I don't know how I'm going to beat him, but that's part of the deal is like dying getting used to the, their their attacks, mm-hmm. timing. And that's the key thing with all these kind of games. Mm-hmm. But uh, just breaking through that where you don't get frustrated of dying like you actually learn every time. Yeah, uh, I prefer this over Returnal already, I'm going to say it. Sure. I think it does something I'm not used to because uh, I haven't played these style of games really, but it does have uh, a run back though when you die on bosses. So you may have to run back a little ways. Oh, sure. Is- I have noticed that, and it's kind of annoying. Yeah. But I think about the like fourth time I've died going to that castle guy, I'll just run through people so I can get back to him as quickly as I can. I think one thing I do like, though, that kind of panicked me early on is I thought you were going to lose like souls or what? I think there are souls in this. I thought yeah. you were going to lose souls every time you die. Like, do you, you keep and- them? You keep them. Okay, cool. So this is very... It, in a lot of ways, it feels like Zelda mixed with Dark Souls for kids. Uh, this is a fun enemy. I really do like a lot of the enemy design. I hope in the next area... Um, it mixes it up a little bit more. Mm. I think the starting enemies could be a little more interesting. That being said, like when they mix up those groups, you really do have to bob and weave and, yep. and pay attention and maybe not always be on the offense. Maybe kind of back off for a sec. Uh, that that castle boss is a good example. I think the boss after him, um, I really had to learn his timing because his window to show what move he's about to do is too small for you to react to. Oh. So you have to know what he's going to do before he does it. And that took me a minute to adjust to, but once I got that, I was finally able to beat him. I see. Um, so yeah, the next boss after that one's a fucker, Um, but really pay attention and you can get him. Yeah. And the way they will throw these different enemies at you where those little like flying bats, they're nothing right. But with everybody else together, it's like, you do have to pay attention to them. Mm -hmm. And I'll even let these guys with the stone heads do their attack first Mm -hmm. and then start whacking at them. And then these guys will wait till they, hit a hit a wall the rolling dudes yeah but yeah i'm, I'm already like you know engaged with the combat and and want to keep doing it. and I, I ended up just buying it i thought it was on game pass it is not right so you can only and it's 20 bucks not that bad mm-hmm. it's on pc and xbox no playstation uh release yet so i, I initially looked for it on on ps4 ps5 um right. you think this would be great on switch i don't know if there's a lot going on under the hood where the switch would have a hard time with it i don't think so no 
It's it's maybe the reflections, but that's and the reflections look really really good. Mm. Um, yeah, playing on PC is it different than this footage we're watching? Is it any? Looks more the same to me. Yeah. Um, and I think we're both probably playing that, everything on high. Um, I'm an Xbox, but yeah. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. I think one thing though, I do kind of want to replay it though with the different builds though, because yeah, I'm going all attack and I'm still using this red sword, um, which is probably the best right now for that. Um, but there's also like you can go for speed of your attacks, and I already got these like two mini sites, um, which are faster and they're not that much weaker in terms of damage. So it'd be kind Ooh. of fun to play it again, where I'm just whipping out attacks left and right, um, or like you're uh increasing your spell power which your bow at the start of the game is a spell you can mm. get more spells so it'd be kind of fun whipping in you know getting a few blows off so you can recharge your spells dodging out and just dealing damage with your spells right i'd be curious to see how viable a strategy that could be so i might be down to, to play it again uh also be curious i'm hoping it's as short as i think it is um based on something that's happened in the story because that means mm. this game is going to be beatable pretty quick Okay, and, you think like four or five hours kind of thing? Or? Um, probably like six. I'm gotcha. Um, uh, depending on yeah. So, I think I'd get my money's worth out of that. I don't even remember how much it was. What was it? Twenty. It's twenty 30? bucks. Yeah, on Xbox. I imagine the same. Easy peasy. Also, it does a great job of teasing secret areas and kind of Ooh. leading you. Those are fun. Yeah. Yeah. So far, I'm uh, you know, I'm pretty happy with it. And uh, they just left the spirit orb out there. Yeah, they didn't grab it, huh? Interesting. Okay. All right. I don't sure. think I've redeemed those for anything yet, but I have collected at least one or two. Mm. Um, yeah, a lot of the you reviews were... the story. Okay, yeah, I'm just skipping any dialogue because mm-hmm. I'm an asshole. But um, a lot of the reviews were giving high praise and saying, like, so far, game of the year kind of thing. So people really dig it. And mm-hmm. so that kind of also makes me want to, you know, jump back in and play it. But yeah, mm-hmm. so far, I can see why people are already liking it. Yeah. But I dig it. Good sign as well for the studio. Clearly, they had a vision. It's different enough from other games out there. I can't wait to see what they do next. That being said, I'm still loving what I'm seeing now, and I'm not yeah. all the way through it. But it's always a thing in the back of my mind. It's like, okay, like what, what is that team going to do next? What do they take this and yeah. turn it into? The last one was Titan Souls, which wasn't that long ago. Like, maybe three years, four years at the most? I have no clue. For me, it feels like it was a while ago. I still remember when it was a Game Jam game. Oh, okay. Which was which was very impressive for a Game Jam game. I think they got like three or four bosses and they made it in a very short period of time. And it was it was the concept of you can die in one hit, but so can the boss. Gotcha. Uh, I think they even had some of the bosses that made it in the final game. Okay. Um so But yeah, what four years ish for two people to turn around and also do something like this that's still at that same level and and beyond it is pretty nuts. So they're a team oh, to watch. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, I don't know you can I've, do a drop down attack. I've never, so I just discovered it, but I've never, I don't think I'll ever remember to use it when I can. So that's, ah. if you're falling, then you press the regular attack. Oh, okay. uh, As opposed to like, if you do a roll um, or you use your heavy attack, it's that like vertical slice thing. That's pretty cool. Gotcha. But I also always forget to use. I see. Mostly playing this over the weekend? Yeah. Oh, that's another thing I think we should say about this. Mm-hmm. Level design is amazing. Yeah, so far it's um, really cool. It's easy to understand where you are. You know, it's not confusing. Um, and it's super interesting to all the different areas you go into. Mm-hmm. The art style, which you mentioned, is really dope. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they're nailing it on every aspect of it. So yeah. I think they can, the faster they can get this on Switch, I feel like that's the the thing to do because it's just a huge install base. And I feel like this works perfectly there. I know Titan Souls came to Switch. I think I bought it there. That makes sense. Is this planned to go on Switch? Uh, I don't know yet. I know there's no PlayStation release, Switch release, but you have to imagine it's like you got to go there. I guess the thing that makes me nervous, even though I think this is very doable, like you looked at, what was it, Link's Awakening on Switch, and that had some serious lag problems. So I would Uh, be concerned, especially when, well, I guess there are load times, but there's almost no load times in this. Um, Yeah, that doesn't, I don't remember them. So they're, they're small enough where it's not taking over a lot of my time. Yeah. So that might make it more difficult, but yeah. But it is neat. I do have the urge to still go back to Zelda for some reason, but <laughs> I've taken a break because I do want to try this game. Good old Zelda. Yeah. Uh, any other games? You know, I did um, watch as well was, did you ever watch the original Shining? Uh, yes. Uh, so there is a uh, sequel. Stephen King made a book. Oh, uh, yeah. In 2010-ish, 2017, pretty recently. Mm-hmm. And they made a movie off of it called Dr. Sleep. And I watched that finally. Who's that starring again? Uh, Ewan McGregor's in it, and a lot of other people that you've seen in other movies, mm-hmm. but couldn't remember the name of. Gotcha. But it's really dope. 
<laughs> really, really dope. And I love The Shining. And when I heard they were making a sequel, I didn't realize as much as I love The Shining, never read the book mm-hmm. and didn't realize Stephen King made a sequel to it. So when they announced a movie sequel, I was like, I don't know if we need this. Mm-hmm. It's such a perfect movie. It's like completely leave it alone. Mm-hmm. But the sequel is dope. I think they did a lot of good jobs with it or a very good job with it rather. All the different notes to the original, but like still a, a new tale or like to continue on the tale in the way that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Really, really dope. I was surprised how much I liked it. And I heard nothing but good stuff about it too. But I was still like, because I'm such a fan, it's like, I don't want to see them mess it up. So I just kind of back away. But man, is it I would sort of as it. weird? It's yeah, very, very weird. There's a lot of, you can tell there's a lot of respect for Kubrick in the way that this movie shot. There's a lot of the same kind of transitions, the creepiness, but they do new stuff with it. Um, man, really, really well done. And I'm also a stickler for, and this is something Disney does all the time where it's like, if they have to cast somebody that's been in a movie before, they just CG them in. Like they just, if they have to do someone who's younger, that same character, they'll, they'll just CG them. Like say like Princess Leia mm-hmm. and anybody in Marvel, like they'll just make a new, a younger version of them, which their tech is really good. Right. Like say Samuel Jackson in Captain America, the tech's really good, but also you can just cast someone who looks pretty close to them. Especially now, there's so many actors, you can find someone that looks exactly like who you're thinking of. Mm-hmm. And in this movie, they do that. They cast people that look like the original people mm-hmm. when they need to use them. And it works great. It's not like, because then you're not focused on that or the CG weird aspect of them being de-aged. It's like, you're just, you can just experience a story. So I really liked how they did that. There's not a lot of practical or uh, CG stuff. It's all like a lot of practical effects. Did you see that? Like, I think the Mandalorian team hired like a deep fake artist. Oh really? Help with the next season? Yeah, I mean that. Ooh. That's crazy that deep fakes at this point are so realistic. Well, they're going to start implementing these. Did you watch the end of Mando season yes. two? Okay, so there's that big deep fake they have to do with uh, a character. I don't know. Right. If it's too early to spoil it, but um, I think it was even quarter digital. They did a their own deep fake. It made it better than the one that was in the end of that that last episode. Yeah. So yeah, if they can hire someone to help them do it, because the technology is there, it's like, but it kind of failed on on that character they brought back, but I think it was pretty good. I, I think, uh, some of the ones in some of the, other, uh, what should we call uh rogue one or maybe a little better. Oh, there's that one dude tar or something. Yeah. I forget his name, but he's that super old guy that they bring back. Cause he, that character died. Yeah. But that, I don't know that those are necessarily deep fakes. They may just be really good 3d models, but I also don't know how they did it. So it might not be, um, yeah, there's, I'm yeah. sure there's a name, like when you actually make a deep fake or a CG recreation, it's like a different, yeah. terminology i don't know what it is I'm it also heard. it also depends on like how much footage is available of some of these artists and yeah. that's why like when they did the deep that one guy does that amazing deep fake of tom cruise it's like there's a million movies with young oh, tom cruise sure. so you could deep fake him all day you could do the rock there's so many people i know who quarter digital also had a video where they put the mustache back on henry cavill in oh the snyder cut <laughs> and it was great so and it dumb. looked pretty good like uh it was still wonky but like it looked yeah. pretty good all the work to take taken out of like move, removing that mustache, they put it back on him, which was dope. Oh, Depeche eighty three says happy birthday, Kevin. Oh, thank you, Depeche. <laughs> so, Gavaroni, let's get into some news. We're playing yeah. some games, watching some TiVo. You know what? Also, I had my nephew over over the weekend, and we watched. Uh, we're going on this marathon of the Fast and Furious movies, and so we got into oh, yes. five, six. We watched five and six now. Success, six serious. Yes, <laughs> and now it's like. I'm waiting for him to come over as an excuse for me to watch them because I do want to watch them now. Like I'm sure. invested and they're just funny and weird mm-hmm. and it's fun to like make fun of them, but you still care about what's going on and the action's there. And Vin Diesel's always talking about family every five seconds. <laughs> it's like they're fun movies and they get a lot of shit, but it's like rightfully so, but it's like they're entertaining still. I need to actually watch one. I I've highly never... recommend it because once they start getting really crazy, it's uh-huh. fun to watch. But yeah, the first two, it's like, it's about racing for sure. Mm-hmm. The third one, I believe, is one. I never watched a Tokyo Drift. But you don't count Tokyo Drift. Now I heard it is there, part of there's the like thing. a yeah, to my understanding. Uh it and is killing but off one of those characters, I guess, from Tokyo yes. Drift is a big deal. Yeah, so uh, Han is his name. So three actually I've gone down the rabbit hole. Three, Justice for Han. Yeah. Hashtag. Um three with the Han dude actually takes place with the main movies, it takes place like in between six and seven. So story-wise, like he's still around, that character that dies, he's still around in like four, five, and six because he hasn't died yet. He dies in three, which takes place around six or seven. So that's how they kind of work that out. But uh, The Rock's in it and he's, you know, Jack, Super Jack. I guess he's not going to be in the the final two that they announced because they're going to split the last movies into like endgame situation where it's like one movie that they split into two. He's not going to be in the final ones. But he had drama when they separated and made 
that Hobbs and Shaw movie. I remember that. Vin Diesel yeah. had John with him. Yeah. So he's not. Which is but dumb, but. Whatever. It is because it's a movie and they get paid as actors to be in movies. But, I don't know. Go, Vin Diesel, go make Bloodshot too. I don't. Did you ever listen to his song he put out? Vin Diesel? Yeah. Put out a it's song. It's like a club track. I'm not, I'm not prepared. It's, it's real. There's, there's nothing you can do to prepare I don't know how much guy. we can play this, but. Probably not much. But he's singing and stuff and he's Groot. It's kind of muted, but. It's not bad. It's not terrible. He's, he's singing. You, now, have you ever seen, uh, I think I've shown, I may have shown this to you. Uh, who, who is, a? Uh, God, who's, who's the guy with the whiny voice from Home Alone? Harry, would you? What he sings too? Is he a rapper? Yeah, he put out a rap album, and there's there's a song. If you look up "Wise oh Guys" God. or "Wise Guy" song, yeah. Wait, it's not Joe Pesci. It is Joe Pesci. It is actually Joe Pesci rapping the song. I don't believe. And it's, <laughs> it's don't, don't listen to his other songs though. But this one is legit fire. I'm not even gonna listen to this song. That's him. Yes. Oh, and it's like. That Blondie rap song, like that super old song, which is talking about going to Mars and eating cars. Wow, is that part of that? That's a Blondie song, which is rapping, but it's like early '80s where they're just like, "What's rap? Let's jump in and try it." But this is not that old. I've never heard of this. I, I recommend you give it a solid listen to. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm not. Gonna but do that. nothing else besides this song. Okay. I'll tell you, I'm a wise guy. Yikes. All right, Joe Pesci. Sometimes, like, they've done everything. Like, do they need to... Do they need to sing as well? It's like, just not everything is for... I, th- I think you, you need to try it and need to know. Like, think about, like, uh, when, like, Fresh Prince was going to come out. So many of the... Like, some of the actors on that that were going to be on that show were, like, well-regarded. Like, I want to say, like, the dad didn't want to fucking do it. Oh, she sure, because he's like, just a rapper dude. Yeah. Yeah, like, we're going to yeah. be with this punk he's never acted before. Like, yep. what's he going to do? And that show, I think, holds up better than most from it's that It's dope. Era. I love watching that show. <laughs> it's a great show. Yeah. It's a great show. Well, Gavin, we got some video game news. Yes. Let's start, about, let's start talking about this uh, really great, uplifting story here from oh, yeah. uh, Blizzard Activision. This is a, just a quick blurb about it over the last week. Uh, so we got California sues gaming giant Activision Blizzard over unequal pay sexual harassment. Uh, I pulled up the NPR article just to show like how big of a deal. Like every huge news outlet is talking about it now. Oh, that's right. NPR did cover that. It's crazy. Yes. So it's Joe Hernandez. Uh, the video game studio behind the hit franchise is Call of Duty, World of Warcraft, and Candy Crush is facing a civil. <laughs> I don't know why they threw that in there. It's facing a civil. I didn't even know they were. <laughs> I think, yeah, they own whatever company that does that. <laughs> okay. They're facing a civil lawsuit in California over allegations of gender discrimination, sexual harassment, and potential violations of the state's equal pay law. A complaint filed by the state of Department of Fair Employment and housing on Wednesday alleges that Activision Blizzard Inc. fostered a sexist culture where women were paid less than men and subjected to ongoing sexual harassment, including groping. Officials at the company knew about the harassment and not only failed to stop it, but retaliated against women who spoke up. The complaint also alleges uh, years after the online harassment campaign known as Gamergate targeted women in the video game world, the California lawsuit depicts an industry that can still be unwelcoming and even hostile to female employees. Uh, yeah, this is a big deal when it when it dropped and realized that this was... Um, well, I guess I didn't realize like that there was this lawsuit happening against Activision Blizzard, but this is new, isn't it? Maybe. Yeah, they just filed this uh, this uh, lawsuit, but it's going off of years of this kind of stuff happening under the radar. I mean, if Blizzard could stop stepping in it for all of two seconds, yeah, yeah, the, uh, but it kind of uh, caused this shitstorm online because uh, now you have different gaming outlets saying like we're not we're not going to cover Activision right now unless we're talking about the lawsuit until they you know like until they show some kind of improvement um some people boycotting like covering the games or even saying boycotting like all of activision blizzard games are we boycotting blizzard again yeah they always seem to have something that i, mean, I are... never i never stopped but apparently everyone else did <laughs> there was in a wow they had a sit-in protest which uh-huh. this one i found like a little, a little bit weird but there was players that are like we're gonna to protest what's going on we're gonna log into the game and and sit down in some kind of like solidarity protest but that one it's like well you're they're still getting your money yeah for that one but i guess it's still trying to like collectively show like hey we care about this shit i just didn't know about if that's the way to do it but um yeah no it's nuts how do you feel about this kind of thing uh sounds about right unfortunately you get this with a lot of older companies that being said like i i'd hoped with 
the weird thing with Blizzard is like I feel like a lot of like the people that are like you know brought the magic back in the day are kind of gone. They moved mm. on to other companies. Um, but you know, you, you hear this a lot. You heard about this with Netherrealm. You hear it, it's it's a very unfortunate thing. Um, it's like a good old boys club, right? Where it's just a bro culture where they just kind of keep this thing going. Yeah, as long as you can. Right. It's 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 very unfortunate. Um. Yeah, it's I, it's a bummer, and it's I'm wondering like how do you the way you fix it or change it is like you have to hire just more diverse people who are in control of like mm-hmm. you know who the, who's actually employed there, but that's not going to happen if you have these higher ups that they don't change either. Right, and they just think like okay everything's cool, and also if they're able to still supply these games that are making billions of dollars, they go everything's good here. Like they don't keep right. they don't have any kind of incentive to change. Yeah, it's uh. But it's also like the idea of, because like the game industry, it's it's tough to get into, but it's like you have people that, if it's not this, it's also crunch, where it's just like soul breaking stuff. But it's people that want to make fun things. They want to make games for people to have fun. Yet in order to do that, they have to trade their own happiness to like be yeah. in the game and try and like provide something, create something for other people. So it's such a huge bummer. And how many different like women or people of color developers are we missing out on because they see this shit and they go, no, I'm out. Or they get pushed out. It's like, mm-hmm. we're losing all these different like creative voices that could be dope. Yeah. It's like, but why, why, why is, what's the point of all this? Like, why would you? Yeah. And then if you're also like a sexist piece of shit, wouldn't you want to keep your job and like, keep it on the down low? These people are just like still doing their thing. Like it haven't changed at all. It's like, do they not care about their jobs? I mean, you think you're invincible. I guess the thing that always shocks me is just like, how is like unequal pay still a thing? I recognize right. it is a thing, but it's like, you can't really like, how do you, you don't accidentally just pay all the women less. Yeah. It's something on purpose or like choosing to not, um, hire, um, or, or not upgrade, but what's the, yeah. when you get a, when you get a promote, promote, I never get a promotion. So that's why I can't think of the word. Well, but, when you're already at the top. Oh yeah. Uh, watch out. But yeah, they're choosing to not, um, promote people. And like, uh, so in addition to like paying them less, so it's, I don't know. It's so weird and dumb. It's like, why are we still, it's 2021. Why are you still doing this? Especially one of the biggest companies in the world. All eyes are going to be on them. So you think they'd have even more of an incentive right. to not do this shit, but it's happening still. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, it's also kind of goofy too. When like in their games, they have like all the diversification in the games, yes. like different races and genders. Yeah. It's them doing then, that to show like, Hey, we're good. But then we actually look under the hood and see like, Oh no, it's still the people that are making it. Yeah. Like you don't care when it comes to within, it's just like publicly. Yeah. So, so it sucks. I mean, I mean, it seems like, unfortunately, like the answer is like more indie studios where these people splinter off and then and I think this you're is gonna, just what's left. You might be getting a lot more talent going there because it's like you yeah. can't trust, even though maybe there's 401ks and health yeah. insurance, but also you're going to get all this stuff happening to you. So why not? Yeah. Go to a small right. indie studio that you, it's way more close and you can control or like have a say in what's going on. Yeah. So that might be what ends up happening. So these high level talent uh, developers are just not going to go to these places. Right. Um, but yeah, I'm hoping that at least this story starts to change, you know, other developers, the bigger ones they, they go, Hey, we don't want this lawsuit. Cause that's at the end of the day, what matters to them is their bottom line. So it's like, right. if they don't care about people, which they should, they should care about the fact that they don't want this heat on them. So it's like, you got to change what's going on. So you're not on the front page news having right. the same thing going on. Yeah. But yeah, that's been taking over the internet right now because it's nuts. It's still happening. So we got a new story here. You, you, you want to listen to uh, wild and out about, yeah. You want to listen to wise guy? I don't want to get taken Joe down. Pesci? You know, we get DMCA'd over, uh, over wise guys. Here. He's going to answer at the door with a bat, like uh, a <laughs> casino or whatever. I wonder what he's actually like in person. Like I get that this gangster is his personality. I'm but... sure he's just like low level, just cool dude. <laughs> but yeah, every just character he plays. Character he nails. Yeah. It's the same character in every movie, but we love it. Yeah. Hey, it's a very Maybe bro- with the exception of, uh, Home Alone. I feel like he's a little bit different in Home Alone. Yeah, yeah, a little more slapstick, but he's still yeah. an asshole. He's trying to, you know, uh, kidnap a child. <laughs> still, so he's not any better, but he's funny. No, I don't think so. Last time I watched it, I don't think he's trying to kidnap him. I think he's just trying to kill him. True. Yeah, they're going <laughs> above because now they have Vendetta. Like, in, yeah, in the sequel, it's like they they follow him to kill him. Yeah. So that's cool. Uh, we got Dead Space remake. Gavin finally confirmed it was rumored for a while, and they give us a little tiny snippet of what to expect. So we have the video here. 
And 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 again, I said this in our tech. We talked about this a little bit before. Yeah, pull some details too. Uh, this lighting can go fuck itself. As far as the creepiness, or uh, it's so the creepy. Oh, yeah. It's so creepy, and this is where we're at now in terms of technology, where we can get this really freaky lighting. Freaking, especially a game like this, where it's like they're going to give you barely enough light. Yeah, and it's just to scare the hell out of you. Well, I think this is now we're finally at a place where fog can come back. I think fog kind of became a taboo because of uh, what you call Silent Hill, uh. and like, oh, it's a way of like saving you know yeah. cpu power now it's now it's like no you got to put in some work to get this creepy volumetric lighting fog oh f- yeah go fuck yourself ah. <laughs> uh-uh. that's all we get and it's very I, I think it's because and they've confirmed through other different interviews that they're early in development so it's like you don't get oh. gameplay sure. you don't get anything because we've just started in essence working on it mm-hmm. but i have some details here about the game so far so this is from uh I want to say IGN. So uh, Dead Space Remake confirmed. So here's some blurbs or a little tidbits from it. EA Motive is developing the project. So they made Star Wars, Battlefront 2, and Squadrons. It's a new, The new team has the original vision in mind. Um, they're also, the, so they re, they're rebuilding all the assets, animations, et cetera. So not just like uh, transferring this to whatever new engine, which is Frostbite. They're rebuilding everything from the ground up. Uh-huh. Um, now to touch on Frostbite, so they're using Frostbite. Now that was your first... Um, hesitation with this whole thing. It is a little bit of a red flag. Yeah. It, it, Frostbite was made to make Battlefield games. And there's a reason EA stopped because all these developers were stressed out from working on this, using this engine that was not meant uh, to make other games besides Battlefield. Right. So, yeah. So then do you have some uh, fears with this thing, with this, with them focusing on having to have Frostbite? Do I got some fears? I got some fears over this, dead this space horror games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I have some fears. Um, it's a legitimate, right? So I pulled up this thing too. Uh, so Frostbite was created, as you said, for first-person shooters. Um, mm-hmm. And f- first and foremost, the studios across EA have reportedly had trouble working with it in games that aren't FPSs. So Dragon Age Inquisition had issues, Mass Effect Andromeda and Anthem, and we know with Mass Effect and Anthem how big of a, a deal it was. I think it was also used for some of their sports titles. I wouldn't doubt it. I would doubt it. Um, these are the, some of the notable ones, like especially the last two that had um, drama uh, developing on it and trying to like rework stuff. I know with Andromeda, getting like basic third person menu stuff to work, they had to like spend a bunch more time just yeah. to like have it in the game. So, and this is also a third person. This isn't the first person shooter. So, yeah, yeah, is that going to be a, a possible issue? I don't know. I don't know if they've calibrated Frostbite since then and made it more user friendly or. Being able to, you know, make different types of games with it. Right. I don't know. But that is a legitimate concern. Um, it's very early, early in development. Uh, it's for current gen slash PC only. I was super stoked about this um, because the, right now the main thing to do is to have it be as multi-platform as you can being on last gen and current gen because you want to have the sales there. But I'm applauding them for at least making it. It's only current gen. We're going to use as much horsepower as we can out of PC and current gen. I want more games to do that. But I know that logistics are right now because you can't get these current gen uh, consoles. You right. got to make sure it works on PS4 and Xbox One. I mean, we are getting there. Yeah, we like, are. It's taking time, and this is the first year. By the time this finishes, yeah, and who knows? Like, is this another three years out? Possibly, because <laughs> they just already they just announced the kind of the teaser reveal yeah. for it. Uh, we got uh, zero loading screens. I think uh, now I don't mean to poop on this because yeah. uh, I think I want every game to have as few loading screens as possible more games doing no loading screens that being said this is the easiest game to do no loading screens because it's all these confined areas and you got these doors so this is going to be the way you build the building blocks for no loading screens classically this is probably the easiest game to do that with that being said do it please that makes it so much scarier so much scarier there's nowhere to run there's nowhere to hide you can't there's no respite in a load screen behind a door it's right. fuck you survive but you're right where they just make you go through winding corridors to hide or like some uh-huh. kind of slower animation to hide the loading so they've it can right. be done easily but yeah you're right where they you keep that fear if there's no rest in what's going on yeah and that being said like this game is already insanely pretty even on the old consoles because these confined rooms you you have a lot more control over your polygon count your effect count mm. uh i guarantee this is probably going to be one of the prettiest games out there because it's so confined I can't wait. And you have that new lighting. Mm-hmm. 
We'll see how Frostbite does. Um, so yeah, zero loading screens. They're adding back in levels concepts that were scrapped in the original due to time constraints Ooh. and tech limitations. Interesting. Um, so they also had to make sure and confirm, and this was a big deal, no microtransactions. So one of the last games, uh, Battlefront 2, that this dev has worked on mm. was plagued with microtransactions. They had to rework a lot of stuff because of that. So they're saying no microtransactions whatsoever. Right. Um, so that's a big thing going on. Um, but that's all we know right now. Um, they're working on it. I think we're going to see it. Yeah, maybe another two years from now. Uh, at least maybe some like gameplay snippet in two years. Yeah, but it's going to take a while. Um, another the fans got to love this one though. Yeah, that's this is one that's it's been rumored, but uh, there's a lot of things that are rumored that don't actually come out. And this one was rumored, and it actually was true. And it's such a an obvious thing. It's like yeah, this this IP has been dormant for so long, and people always talk about wanting to see it again, so bring it back. And so it's like, it should be a no-brainer, but there's something that happens with these big companies that own IPs that don't do anything anything with them. There must be some kind of reason, and I don't know what that reason is. I think the other concern is like, did we catch lightning in a bottle? Well, they're just recatching it, it again. again. Like They're just redoing yeah. it, and that's fine. But you gotta evolve. Like, if you make the same damn game... Or, and I think Dead Space 2, to my understanding, watching gameplay of Dead Space 2, it's like they took Dead Space 1, made it amazing, and it's like, where do you go from here? Dead Space, Dead Space 3, 3 is yeah. just like a fucking shooter. <laughs> right. Yeah. So they have a chance. So like you said, they have to evolve. They have to change. But yeah. Resident Evil says, hold my beer. Like they had those remakes that were just pretty much recreating those same games and they nailed it. Right. So do that same thing yeah. with the Dead Space franchise. Remake those first ones. And then maybe you can play around with making a new one once you understand yeah. what uh, things to bring back and what things to to leave behind. I would argue though that Resident Evil Seven was a little bit more of an immersive sim. Even and I mean the remakes, not the the full blown um, sequels, but like when they oh when I was redid. talking about the sequels, yeah, gotcha the Seven because that was going back to the roots. Oh yeah. god, this is terrifying with just the violent movements of the door. Yes, and things and you like, have to somehow go through there. <laughs> yeah. I think that is a huge part of why these games are so scary. The animations are fucking terrifying. Mm-hmm. You move slow. You can't really like flat out kill them right away. You have to dismember them, the enemies. Yeah. There's the puzzles. So like the space station is trying to kill you. Enemies are trying to kill you. Yeah. Really dope. I love the health bar in the back. A lot of games have started to incorporate, you know, like gameplay elements into the character. So you don't have to have a HUD. Yeah. Um, this is one of the bi- first big ones that did that. And then just the atmosphere. It's such a good game, man. The first two are so good. Yeah. And I never honestly gave three a chance. So maybe there's some cool aspects to it, but I know critically it, w- it didn't go so yeah. well. Now, if I ever do play the first one, do I play the cheap route? Because I hear if you only upgrade your starting pistol, mm. it's the most powerful gun in the game. Really? Yeah. You can do the whole game with just that. I wouldn't doubt it, but there's some cool uh, other weapons. And you do run out of ammo. Mm. So it's like you do have to cycle through different weapons because you'll run out of ammo of, a, of your base one. God, so creepy. Yes. Oof. Yeah, I'm crazy excited because those games are so dope. But But of course, it's like keep doing this with other properties that have been dead for a while keep doing this i don't understand what the hesitation is right so like bring everything back to life and now's the time and you have all this crazy tech now do it but it's finally being done gavin it's gonna be so scary so we'll see him in two years here oh <laughs> uh, another ea news so respawn is working on a new on a brand new single player adventure set in a unique universe Ooh, Lord. so respawn going back to single player which is dope i have to imagine an fps all we have right now on that Little tidbit is that they're looking for. Um, it, it was a job application. They're looking for people to join this new project. So they haven't announced anything yet. But that being said, they're so good. Like the world building in Titanfall Two is so amazing. Like yeah. I'd love a Titanfall Three, but if it's not like, if they can just keep going balls to the wall with this world building. Well, even what's the free to play one? Oh, uh, uh, I keep thinking Anthem, but it's uh, Apex. Apex. Uh, people love the story in that. I don't know what the hell's going on, but people really love when they reveal a new character. It, there's lore going on, so they. it seems like it's carried over. I just don't know what's going on with Apex. I still love they did one character reveal with Apex, which I don't know if you remember this, but it's like they were teasing that there was going to be this one character, and this other character comes in during the interview with it, assassinates him, yeah. and that's the new character. That's one of the coolest reveals <laughs> of all time. You're right. Yeah, that wasn't long ago. That was like during the pandemic, yeah. I think. So, well... Hopefully good things. They're extremely talented. I hope they still retained a lot of the original crew that made Titanfall 2 what it is. Yeah, um, true. Originally, they were a splinter team that splintered off from Call of Duty uh, and went to go make this. So, Gotcha. Nice. We've got this next one here, Gavin. Splitgate, some news. 
I did download the demo and uh-huh. just played the intro. Didn't get to jump into an actual gameplay, but it is you can play the demo right now on Xbox. So I actually have the full. I bought this. Yeah, like, it's in beta on PC, right? Yeah, I bought this forever ago. And the problem is, uh, the people who are good at this game. It's just fuck. <laughs> yeah, You're whipping like, through portals left and right, like killing ten people before they even touch the ground. Right. Uh, but that being said, it does bring back some of those Halo vibes. This game is fun. Oh, yeah. They're going for strong like Halo vibes. Wait, you have the basically the battle rifle like in yeah. this game. Um, but it was in the news recently because it's been the full-blown release has been delayed a little bit. So we got portal-based shooter delayed because it's too dang popular. This is from Polygon, Ian Walker. Splitgate, which has been in early access on PC since 2019, launched its open console beta on July 13th. And according to the developers at 1047 Games, get a better name, attracted more than 2 million players in just two weeks. Jeez, yeah. these lobbies were never that big. I think last time I played, there was like six people playing and half the well, lobby was bots. And they're all better than you too. <laughs> No, actually, I was doing pretty good. Oh, okay. <laughs> so this has forced the studio to delay the game's official release, which was originally planned for tomorrow, July 27th, into August to allow the, t- the team to increase... Wow, that's a late delay. Yeah, so they're trying to Ooh, increase game that? server capacity, so... Good because it's so dang popular. That being said, like, nowadays, if you're hosting your servers on, like, third-party services, I think it'd be the easiest thing in the world to, like, increase your uh, server capacity, because mm. a lot of them are just flexible. It's like, oh, there's more people, here's more server... Oh, just okay. pay for it and that's a nice thing and i think that's why uh, indie quality uh multiplayer games are better than ever is like you only pay for what you use so if your game is really popular then yeah you get a bunch of servers but you don't it's not like it, where it used to be where you buy a bunch of server hardware oh. and then you're stuck with it because you're essentially renting the space then yeah. on the, okay gotcha but you rent it like by the minute and there's there's a lot of factors that make it very affordable now Dang. for indies okay so. But but yeah, how, the, how would you think of it? You played it a little bit. I just so take it easy. I just played the intro. Like, uh, here's how uh, um, portals work, and here's a gun, and have you do you know how to move yeah. up and down? I just played the intro, mm-hmm. so like very. I didn't get to jump into the actual game, but I'm hoping that this isn't shut down the Xbox part that I can jump into uh, and I can still play a little bit. Um, but I just very lightly touched into it. But I was in a, I was able to jump in enough to try the guns, and yeah, they feel very very Halo-y, The way you move around. Um, but I'm, <laughs> yeah. those shots though. It's just like a love letter to Halo with how everything, how the the gunplay works. Yeah. But yeah, I'm interested to actually jump into a, a match because we've we've talked about this game for a while and I didn't realize it's already on PC. But yeah, when it jumped on Xbox on the console, I was uh, pretty excited. Yeah, it's pretty fun. I like the guns that you're really not doing much. I don't remember doing much aim down sights. It's um, okay. Gotcha. They're going for very much like Halo, where yeah, you're just kind of um, is it side shooting? No, it's like um, just uh aim from the hip or whatever there you go hip yeah, yeah. hip fire hip yeah. fire but i wish i knew these maps a little better so i could be doing some of these crazy moves flanking people on just... that's a key thing right so where you can understand and then also using the portals on top of that but yeah. yeah i do wish the portal effect looked a little better um but that being said i wonder if that's why in portal on pc or like the the game portal i wonder if that's why the rooms are so simple mm. and these are much more complex you have to render then the whatever it's reflecting right so like yeah that must be why through a portal at another portal it can keep going um and then what if you have 10 portals going on it's like how do you render that stuff so right, imagine that stuff. Right. so nice so yeah it's a little bit of news about it being delayed but it's coming coming soon at least the full release Sweet. let's get the next one here we talked about death store did. This one I didn't realize was a big deal, but this game called New World MMO. MMO. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so, by Amazon. Yes, finally from Amazon out there. I've heard it's been interesting watching the streamers because I didn't know what it was when I was first watching a lot of streamers uh, playing it. It actually looks kind of interesting. Yeah, it's maybe not for me, but uh, I no. did see it uh, catch news because of uh, an issue with PCs. So EVGA will replace all its RTX 3090 cards bricked by New World MMO. Says Taylor Lyles of IGN, a spokesperson for age for EG EVGA, has confirmed to PC Gamer that the company will replace every one of its GeForce RTX 3090 cards that have been bricked by Amazon's New World. What's the 90s specifically? Yeah, and those are like the top tier ones. So here's a quote: Yes, all failed 3090s are being replaced, according to an EVGA representative. Multiple reports have emerged that the closed beta for Amazon's MMO New World is reportedly killing NVIDIA RTX 3090 graphics cards. So not a great uh, start to their whole thing, but yeah. It, it does look like the, it, it has a bit of glitching issues. I was watching like a big battle. Like there was this uh, huge battles they had going on over these huge areas. 
and it looked like a lot of people were using some sort of bug where they could teleport around. Oh. Um, which it sounds like from the people that play it are very experienced MMO players. They said it was quite a bit of a bummer. I was taking a lot of fun out of these huge battles, which should be just the best. Yeah. Uh, and the other thing, too, is like they had all these people locked into a town. So the second they'd respawn, they just die, <laughs> uh, which is spawn camping is not fun. And this is like spawn camping within seconds. Yeah. Uh, so that is too bad, but it's very pretty looking. And yeah. Amazon's really put basically all of their eggs in this basket. Um, so hopefully Good they luck. can pull it out because it sounds like if they don't, uh, that's probably the end of Amazon gaming. Yeah, that's the um, the downside to putting a bunch of money into this and hoping that you catch on to something. Because it's so tough with MMOs to like create a success. Like you have to have the player base there, and if they're not there, yeah, then your game doesn't run. Uh, seems like a lot. Very very big environments, but also it's competing. I think another one that just came out recently, Crowfall, which was in development for God knows how long, so uh, long. Uh, but that's another one which is a big PvP. Uh, rvr um emphasis um so we'll see how these two coming out at the exact same time and then crowfall different from this you buy it once and you're done damn so this is like subscription wow style kind of thing to my understanding yeah gotcha looks good though and evga is uh, apparently (laughs) refunding people or like getting them a new 3090 i don't know if they how they have extra 3090s but they're giving people extra ones if they've been bricked by this game so yeah at least get on them amazon's not gonna they're gonna go what huh Bezos in space. We don't know what to tell you. So uh, now, Gavin, we talked about this a couple weeks ago. Alpha Point, Unreal Engine Five tech demo from the Coalition. I haven't seen this yet. It premiered today, so it's very short. A little bit of animation here, or uh, some concept stuff using the this engine. So we'll jump into it. I heard here. the comparison that you can fit like more detail in a character's like eye and eyelashes than you can like an entire Gears of War Five model. Oh boy! So I did pull up some details. This is from Benji Sales on Twitter. So. Uh, um, TC or the coalition is working directly with Epic collaborating to make sure UA5 is ready for launch. Uh, this uh, footage we're about to see is captured on Xbox Series X for sure. There's over 100 million triangles in the scene and the character models have 160,000 triangles for a body, 31,000 triangles for face. So a lot of triangles. And this game on. comes on 100 discs. Apparently, I don't, yeah, I don't have the file size on this thing, but maybe they've, they've calibrated that to where it's like 100 gigs max kind of thing. I think they're not talking about it for a reason. Mm, okay. Uh, well, with the what the Series S has like 300 and something gigabytes. So, yeah. although you can buy those for 150 bucks, like those extra little external drives, right. but we're seeing the at least the environment, and it looks definitely like UE5, like it's same quality, mm-hmm. running on a Xbox Series X. It's definitely not looking any worse. I always love these. I'm so glad like the particle effects in this last generation. Like at this point, it feels like effects in general just they're at their peak right now. They really can't get much better with a lot of these effects. I think, I guess what they add to the mix is those particles reflecting to everything dynamically. And that's like the next level. Right. Right. Um, But I mean, reflections, the way the stones are, are, are reacting realistically, the detail in the stones and you got this obelisk thing rotating. It's, it's nuts. Yeah, I was hoping that we're going to see some more like gears related stuff, but it's just more of a tech demo for Is there no UE5. More? Can you scroll down a little bit and click on maybe uh, scroll back up? Um, so there's there's one more video that they showed off as well. Okay. This is the facial animation one. Okay. So I'll transition to that here. That's probably going to be. So here's the facial one. And I guess I'm assuming this isn't just cutscene level. This is gameplay level. So this is just your characters loaded uh, like this. I wouldn't necessarily assume that. Okay. Uh, but if it's not, then what are we talking? Like, why are we caring then? Because it seems like the whole advancement is this is how it looks when it's uh, in your actual gameplay. Right. Well, I mean, just I mean, it also kind of depends. I mean, that's sort of the big thing. Oh, you can see a triangle there on the strap. You can, unless that was intentional. Well, yeah, you uh, see like a full blown triangle here, but it's like well, part of the design. That's different. Okay. Uh, but uh, I I think if nanite is what they say, where it's like, oh, you're not doing your mint mapping, you're not doing LOD. Then maybe potentially, but mm. it also kind of sounds like it LEDs itself. So I don't know. Yeah, you can still see some triangles in there, but it still looks amazing. How would the LED work when it's on your character model? Is it like if you're not looking at the foot, it doesn't have to render it as as well compared to like the shoulder if it's like a third person kind of game? Or... Right. Well, if you don't look at the foot, it won't render the foot at all. Gotcha. Um, but it, it, I think, I mean, based on what I know about Nana, it sounds like it's probably going to use some tessellation. 
um, but like a different degree of tessellation. So depending on where your camera is and how close they are, they can really um, just make it look, yeah, you can still see some edges along the edge of the pouch, which don't get me wrong, like I'm nitpicking because yeah. <laughs> you're microscopically nitpicking. Yeah. Sure. What else, what else but are still. we going to do? But if I saw this in game, like I'm already hard for what's in games today. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will happily take this. Um, and we're not saying this is just like in a bland environment too. If you're able to see the reflections on yeah. the armor and the lighting reflecting, like that'd be nuts too. Yeah. And this is probably the team that's more prepared to do this than anyone else. Also, I'm hoping the hair looks in, in games you see is a lot like this. Cause I'm getting really tired of this hair we keep seeing. And we saw a lot of it in uh, cyberpunk where it's this weird, like where they fuzz it kind of. Yeah. What's the, what's the word uh, in, in like comics where you like use dots uh, to uh, like a shading kind of thing. Yeah. Like or? a shading thing. I forget that word. Uh, but, but rather than focus on the detail, they just kind of create some kind of texture or whatever that like gives you idea, the idea that hair's there or something. Yeah, I, I absolutely hate that. And it takes me out of it. Um, and I feel like that's new. I don't know if this is something they've had to do because of deferred lighting and it can't handle transparency very well. Mm. Um, God, it just looks dithering. That's what it's called. Dithering. Gotcha. Um, and I just think it looks so terrible. So please give us regular hair for the love of God. But hair's got to be complicated, right? Because like it you is. have follicles and they have to react and have their own weight. It's like, that's got to be nuts. Well, it's not even so much that. It's just rendering. It is difficult because transparencies are really tough, gotcha. uh, especially like trying to do get the Z order correct. And that can fuck with well, the, the transparency of something behind it. I know um, it was a big deal in, was it Red Dead that had the... Uh, Reflect or the the pass through of lighting on the ears. Oh, and skin, yeah. Which is a name I for forget it. what that's called. Yeah, that yeah. was a big deal when they nailed that. But that's not that's a little different because that's not quite transparency. But it also looks a fucking amazing. Gotcha. Yeah. That's yeah. I'd rather yeah. That stuff's so cool. Got that belt. The technology on that is it's dope. We're still early on, which is that's also the exciting part is that yeah. we're not going to see this implemented at least in games for another year or two, right? At the least, but the fact that you know it's been worked on, and I'm also I want to fast forward to where like games and it's a whole conversation, but like where games that we're playing can only run on this current gen hardware. Like it's using right. every bit, every ounce of power is being used. Like I want to get to that point, right? I love when games you can play them on PS4, Xbox, or like PS4, PS5, that kind of thing. That's great for, for as far as like selling as many copies and the fact that it's hard to get these new current gen consoles. But yeah. I want to transition to where we can get to the point where it's like we're not holding back on tech. It's like it's using every ounce of of uh, power. You know, something else I'd be kind of curious. So if we go back to that little satchel, so the whole point of this like nanite, right, is like the closer you are to something, the more detailed it is. So we can see these edges. Um, they're going to be hard to see on the stream, but if you see these edges on uh, like the top of the, the, the pouch. Oh, the kind of the polygonal stuff here? Yeah. So if we zoom in even further, are those just going to disappear? Like you can't really see those on the close edge. So where's the hard limit? Are we going to see a little bit of like, not pop in, but like rise up like you did in uh, Battlefield 5, which is also free right now. So people want to jump in and play. Is it free? Oh. I think it's free on a PC. Yeah. yeah. EA. EA play? Yeah. Oh. So I may jump in and play it. I think I have it actually. It'll eat up my entire hard drive. Yeah, I'll play big. it. It's I'll play it boy. thrice and uh never touch it again. I think I loaded it just to see how my graphics card did, the thirty seventy, and then never played it again. It probably handled the whole thing. It ran well. I tried on four K, ten eighty P and ran really well. Wow. But it does have that game as you're like running forward, the environment kind of melts into oh. existence out of the floor. Um, so I'm I'm concerned about this having that because it sounds like the same technology. Um, gotcha. Yeah, if they can do these unique, tricky ways to make sure you don't see that loading in, like that's the key, right? Because it's got to load in, but if you can do it to where you don't notice it, and maybe the key thing is the, the stats you're talking about. There's almost there's a blur. There's like um there's a focus going on, right? It's like this is more in focus the front of the satchel, right? Behind it, it's a little blurrier because it's not in focus, and maybe that's where they're putting that harder edges on because it's not in focus with the detail in front. I wonder if that's how they're balancing that. I don't know. I'm talking out of my ass, but yeah. He's got a belt buckle or like a seat belt for a belt buckle. That's pretty cool. Yeah, have your seat buckle. I remember seeing these in Hot Topic. You could be get like belts that were belt buckles or uh, uh -huh. seat belts. They're pretty cool. Yeah. But I never bought one. So, but there's that. And if they can get the pack in the front, like a fanny pack, then it's, I'll buy this day one. Absolutely not. No longer friends. <laughs>
<laughs> I got you your own embroidered uh, fanny pack. So oh, God. you're going to wear it. So there, yeah, we finally got some footage. It wasn't, you know, gears themed. I was hoping a little bit more they leaned into it, but yeah. they're just showing off. Here's what we can do. We'll see you later. <laughs> we'll see you in a couple of years. Yeah, I think they're sandboxing a little bit. Yeah. Yeah, that, Gavin, that's it for us this week. We got uh, about an hour on the belt on the fanny pack. Man, I feel like there was something else I had that was related to something. We do got some exciting games, though, coming up. Uh, coming up, I think, on the 29th is The Ascent. Oh, already? You're right about that. I believe that's on Game the Pass 29th. Game. Yeah, so uh, are we going to co-op a little bit of this bad Ooh, boy? Oh, I'm down. Because Lord knows we don't finish games. Uh, no, we don't even start them, but yeah. But, this one looks really cool, though. looks like yeah. a bullet hell. It looks really cool, just uh-huh. really nuts. Um, cyberpunky, but dystopian. And the, yeah, I love the gameplay style. And like with the modern technology we have, like these, this uh, isometric perspective, these games can just basically look infinitely good. Mm. Uh, it's, it's so easy to make them look good. Also, something I don't really point out, but there's really cool looking destruction on some of these like chest high walls and stuff. Um, I don't know if it actually does anything, but it looks very pretty. Um, oh, interesting. It's not like um, reacting in real time where you can destroy it, or it's just like how It's definitely they... destroying. I don't know if like that's... Whoa, geez. All right. Well, that's pretty dope. Just... good thing you didn't die. Also, uh, you can tell me this is a Warhammer game, and I would believe you. Uh, sure. Just like the art style, like if I think Space Marines or something. Yeah. It definitely looks like now that I'm actually watching it, this looks very video gamey. With like some of the enemy movement and like yeah. how they lock on or like, I'm just going to charge right at you. <laughs> uh, but I'm sure it's a blast. There's that dev that they kind of stopped making the style of game recently, but they made Returnal. I forget their name, but oh, they've done a lot of right. these style of yep. games. It's almost like this would be something they make. Housemark. Housemark. There you go. Yeah. yeah. I'd, uh, yeah. I also thought I, I heard that like the RPG elements, as far as like customizing your build, you can get really into it. Oh, okay. Um, so I'd be curious to see. As I always do, can I do a melee only build? That being said, <laughs> I I think some a journalists melee, said right? uh, they haven't seen a melee weapon yet, so maybe you can't. Yeah, I've only seen uh, guns in this uh, gameplay, but maybe there is. Maybe there's yeah. something. But yeah, you're right. That's very soon. I cannot wait. Yeah, I'll do something weird. I'll, I'll You'll find, find a way to weird. do something weird. Yes, that's yeah. what you always do. <laughs> All right, Gavin, that's it for us this week. Where can they find you online? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at DrunkDevs. Awesome. And you can keep with the show as well on Twitter at Pod. That's it for us this week. We'll see you next week. Bye-bye.